As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mayday, Mayday, it's a Mayday, it's May the 1st, it's a Lost Ones podcast. <laughs> Happy Bank Holiday, how are we all doing, Mr. Wiggly? Not bad, mate. And a Mr. E. Very relaxed, very relaxed. <laughs> As always, very relaxed. He's pretty much most of the time horizontal. <laughs> Welcome to the Lost Ones podcast. This is the spring edition of our little trope to the podcast world. I hope you're enjoying it. If you don't know us already, we're three late 20s into early 30s. Very South, late 20s. Very late 20s into, into early 30s. Southwest boys in entertainment, in hip-hop, comedy, or acting, looking at the entertainment world. You can yeah, subscribe to us on Acast or iTunes. Yeah, boy. Please subscribe and please rate us. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, yeah. So, we thought we'd do a little special today on, uh, well, I think, hip-hop, basically. We did Hippity a hop. Hippity hop. Yeah. We did a UK hip-hop one earlier with the release of Stormzy's album. Science. Gasp. What's it called? Gasp. Gasp. Gang Gun signs. signs. Gang. Gang signs. Blasphemy. <laughs> Gasp. He's very tall. <laughs> Gang signs and prayer Gang signs. Gang signs and prayer. Gang signs and prayer. Not gasp. Not gasp. 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 All right, well. Well, whatever. Whatever. And, and this month, we've had a pretty seminal release from an artist. In America this time, L.A., Kendrick Lamar with... <laughs> Damn! 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 Damn, man! Damn, boy! Shit! God! So yeah, we thought we'd do a little special on hip hop albums. But before we do that, we thought we'd, well, address what's happened this weekend in the sport world. Damn! (laughs) Damn! (laughs) It was unbelievable. Anthony Joshua is killing it. He yeah. just defeated Vladimir Klitschko. Mama said knock you out. Mate, Mama said knock you out and he knocked him the fuck out. <laughs> it was unbelievable. One of the best heavyweight 
boxing matches I've seen live in, in my life, I think, really. Well, you, it was you, unbelievable. Did he get knocked out first? He did. He well, did. Well, that right. was the most. It was well, like, like yeah. he knocked him down as well. Like, he knocked Klitschko down. Oh like, yeah, like, of the course. Round. I didn't see it. I just saw he, like, like his one was shit. worse. Like, so you know, like, like it went one, two, three, and it was fine. They yeah. were kind of on par, and then Joshua knocked Klitschko out first. Like yeah. knocked him down. And then Klitschko. It was more of a, you know, like when it's more of a push down. For yeah, you, like, like it was not thing. proper. Like, like it was right. t- technically, it would have been, you know, counted or whatever. But like, you know, it wasn't a proper. Yeah, knockdown. his one when he hit him with that cross right, it, it was like a steam train coming through. You just saw the impact on his neck, and it, and I was like, I would have been dead easy. Like, yes, your whole face caved in. But. I did see a slow mo of uh, the uppercut. I don't know if that was the final blow, but there was an uppercut. From yeah, Joshua. it was Joshua's. Guy looked like he had fucking whiplash yeah, just from the punch, would, you man. Would. Like, I think that was the penultimate blow. Like, right, like, yeah, that's what happened to like when he come back, basically. And then, like, but I think Klitschko hit like we're talking about a forty-one-year-old who is a legend in the sport, who's been world champion for over ten years. Yeah, I the think man deserves respect. Though, he definitely. was first world champion when Joshua was ten years old. So that shows you how, like, yeah. you know, that's pretty. Uh, like, I don't think like a lot of people have said this, obviously, before, but I don't think you know, five, ten years ago, this would have been a different fight. Oh, like, of know? course, like, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and also, it probably would have been a different fight if he hadn't a fought Fury before, because I feel like that pain of getting beaten by Fury, like, man, I just got beaten by this big gypsy madman. Like, you know, he's a freak of a man. He ain't even a like good boxer. And he was fat. And it ta- <laughs> Yeah, and he was fat, and he talks like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah mate, I'm gonna fucking butcher out now. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, I mean, so that, that like, I think that shame, uh, you know, would have inspired him to come back. Like, I'm gonna give this a proper go at least. You know what yeah. I mean? And mm. we could see. I, I'd want to see a rematch with him and Tyson Fury. If I'm honest. Well, Klitschko. Yeah, right? because really? well, wouldn't you want to see Klitschko? Like, imagine having like, oh, I got beat by. Thing was your lot, like you know, yeah. Tyson Fury on your record. Like the guy was a joke for so long that it's like it's a weird one with Tyson Fury because I think he, I think he's a good fighter. I do. I think he's a boring fighter for one. Yeah. And, but I think what makes him so good is he's a fucking awkward fighter. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't expect what he's gonna do because exactly. he's so odd and so sort of freakish with the game. But I mean, like, the yeah. man goes southpaw for his jab and then switches to right sided. With his crossing, yeah. So like, it's it's completely warped. So like, yeah. heavyweights kind of like completely panic. But I think Joshua, like that fight was of such quality, and they both went at it. And when when Klitschko caught him with that right cross, I thought like it's, it's over. over, yeah. Like because he it's he a was smiling fight, like, yeah. and just all over the place, yeah, yeah. like swaying everywhere, like he was like he was drunk. Shit. Like, um, and you I got, thought, go, go on. No, I, I thought there was no way that he was going to get back into it but yeah. like he smashed the fuck out of Mindy Levin it was unbelievable I've never seen it like the heavyweight in so long has been so boring like to have someone like Joshua that speed like big shots well the yeah. way like most people didn't know about him ages ago but the way I used to explain to him was that bro I swear that this guy is from the hood in London because yeah. he comes out for but for the but for the reload yeah yeah and then he just bangs guys out in like 30 seconds I was just like he's killing guys I was like you gotta watch it's this amazing. guy like you know he's got Olympic gold already by that point obviously but yeah. it was just mad like so you knew I thought he was a lot younger than he was so I thought they was gonna take their time with him yeah see he was probably about what 23 when he won the Olympics or something like that yeah so he's 27 now so. yeah see I thought he was like 18 when he won the right, gold no, he yeah, so I was he thinking, only started when he was like um 
19, eight, yeah. 18, 19 to What's very, that? very late. Right, for a right. boxer. Got stopped with eight O's a crow. He did. <laughs> did he? <laughs> he was in prison. That's why he went on yeah, the past. Yeah, yeah, and thank, thank God he learned, learned his trade from prison. And that's the wow. fucked up thing, yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. They're going to start playing it in the mainly like black, uh, poor areas, yeah. You know them army adverts where it's like, I was born in Peckham or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I was born in me. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Made on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's gonna be like. We're gonna start advertising prison for like young black yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in Birmingham. Yeah. I was made in H and P once. Exactly. I don't know why I'd be from North. Like, why not? Me, but yeah, they moved them down to Wanny anyway. Oh, mate, ridiculous. It's quite. Uh, it's interesting that we're talking about hip hop today because did you see he got a, res- a surprise little video? Good Do- luck, chat. Doctor Drizzle. Doctor Dre. Bro. No. What was this? Man was tucking into a bit of dinner. Of course he was. What and dinner then, was he? And then there was a laptop on, just like a rap, probably like a halloumi thing. You know, watch the wait. <laughs> and uh, he just he just walks over to his laptop screen and Dre's just sitting there and he literally goes mouthful. He goes, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen like, that. He's like saluting. He's like, oh, bro, like. Well, you could tell like, he was like knocked back because he was trying to name Dre's albums and shit. And he's like, yeah, I love the Chronic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh man, you're like my favorite musician, man. I love him. Get out of Compton. Get, get out of Compton. Like all the movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, you'd be pissing yourself down. Yeah, yeah, bro. And like, I think Dre even said, like, oh man, I'm sorry, I probably won't make. <laughs> Tucking into these milk bottles. Um, it was like, it was like. <laughs> You know, I probably won't make the fight. And then, like, Joshua was like, Yo, you're still banging a bit of weight. Yeah. <laughs> Joshua's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it in a minute. <laughs> no, he's not. not he's banging the roids. <laughs> what he's doing now. Yeah, I need a doctor. Well, yeah. Oh, that was ages ago. Yeah, but he's well, I, I was I was hoping he was doing that whole like he comes, you know, like when he comes on screen, he's doing just, you know, he's just a do. Hello, Anthony has a message for you. What was? I hope he looks back at that and goes, "What was I've had? I've had many a high times in my career, but fuck me, what was I doing?" That's what happens when you get an Apple money, man. I know, man. I mean, he, he like, is he a billionaire? Is that yeah. what it is? Like, yeah, he sold yeah. Um, beats, to, beats Apple. to Apple for five five bill. But there was a bit of a like an argument over how much it was from like certain like news outlets. I just wondered like whether he was actually like a, a billionaire. Or I think he is in, in Japanese yen. He's definitely <laughs> <laughs> of course anyone that's fucking you, know, you got five quid, you're a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> He's pissed though. Like, Someone <laughs> some <laughs> broke down the Beats headphones and. The amount he sells them for uh, twenty quid, or something. yeah, like seventeen dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the parts. Well, it's complete. <laughs> it's like, like, the thing is, mate. though, like when you get a pair of Beats, like they look cool and whatever, like and I don't like they sound okay, but like the sound leaks out for one, and that's one like major problem with them. Secondly, if you rattle them, like it just goes, like it's like all the parts are just like fucking cheap and like yeah. around. Like the songs I, of I the got... Chinese kids come up. <laughs> 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 Mr. E hits us with a true tale. The true tales from China. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're not well made. I don't think. I think nah. the thing about them is that they're real, like fashion sort of. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's just I mean, it's, it's become okay. a it's like, become a joke now where you know every artist has a minute for yeah. music video. Well, even when you see like I watch like you know you see on radio stations like you, the YouTube clips or whatever, and they give all the artists beats usually, especially yeah. on the hip hop kind of like I'm gonna spit or whatever. They yeah. give them beats. Oh, your have yeah, a pair of beats. Exactly. You recognise these, right? They have a big B on them. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, they're all right. They've got like some nice bottom end on them and stuff, but. That's what she yeah, said. That's what she, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> yes, that's, that is what she said. That is what she said. <laughs> but yeah, but it's not a fan. But, uh, <laughs> but music, okay. But music, okay. <laughs> but look up that Dre advert. Yeah, oh, please. please. It's wonderful. His first Beats advert in, for the UK was just wonderful. It's a wonderful advert. I'd, I'd like to shake the person's hand who pitched that to him. <laughs> Can you imagine that in the, the boardroom? Because, like, you know, there's about 16 guys yeah. like, sitting around a fucking big table with water and you know, yeah. water with lemon and tepid water and water ice cubes. <laughs> Sparkling. <and> then, <laughs> how did they pitch that? How do you think they pitched it? Like, it was getting to lunch. I think so. <laughs> yeah. What about if we just get Trey in a mask and the mask goes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Robo Trey. Robo Trey, and then he needs a pair of beats. Oh, mate. It's just a, it's a terrible advert. He should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> he probably watches it back and laughs. Well, he's laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, he is. Let's be honest. He's got to see him about his mortgage payments. <laughs> <laughs> I need to discuss my payment plans. <laughs> I need to diversify my bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so uh, yeah, well, that was, um, I mean, Joshua anyway, and he yeah. smashed it, and big props to him. We have a new fucking superstar yeah. for our heavyweight division. Unified. Unified, baby. IBF and WBA, is that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's one more that he needs. Is WB. Oh, okay, yeah. I think, which is with uh, Deontay. There are far too many bloody divisions. Too many. That, yeah. But like the guy is unstoppable. I love him. I, I hope he does well. He seems really humble as well. He still lives with the mum. The council. Yeah. So. Good. Well, not anymore. No, no, he does. No, he went after his fight. Yeah, he made yeah. like a fucking hundred mil from the fight alone. I owe these claiming benefit on the fight. Apparently, he still <laughs> owes money on long track. Like, it's, it's, it's not even a joke. Yeah, it's still like... But it's just like, yeah, come here and pay whenever. Yeah, but because he knows. Yeah, you wouldn't he knows. Say shit, would you? Yeah, like? of course. Because yeah. he knows when he's got money, he's going to pay him like plus plus with tip. Yeah. And he can see that... The thing is... You That's look, another £20 on tip. Oh mate, more than that. I mean, you look at you look at Anthony Joshua, and he's like fucking. You look at him, and you think he's gonna be like. Why'd you point your groin when you say yeah. look at him? And you're looking around the room like you're gonna go, guys, guys. <laughs> I mean, the guy is cut as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. cut. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But Arnie's not like world champion. <laughs> That's true. Going, he's a boxer. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, like no. you look at Ricky Hatton. Like how amazing has he gone from the laundrette to how cut? No, <laughs> because <laughs> he knows that he's gonna get the money back. Because he's not paid him yet. He's not paid the laundry yet. Right. So he's going to get the money back. And what's he this doing with his physique? He comes he in with his physique. In the laundry. And the guy's <laughs> right, like, right. can I get it on finance? <laughs> sure. And he's like, yes, of course, because you're, you know. Because you're naked, standing, naked in standing there in front of me. Whatever, don't worry about so it. So hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about Dan. It's been a day for me. John claude <laughs> John claude Van Damme. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, new album from Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. And what do we all think about it? It's not bad. <laughs> not bad? No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was yeah. really good. I loved it. I you, it's, awesome. Yours is like, yeah. 
you really well, you was always yeah. massively into Tupac, and that's what, like, as soon as I listened to this album, that's what, you know, I mean, obviously, I he makes the comparisons himself of his last album with that whole letter to Tupac or whatever, when he has a yeah, odd conversation. Like, I think, he's a very different artist to Tupac. No, right? I'm not saying that, but I think his, his morality and his, his place in hip-hop, like, like, for instance, Dr. Dre, yeah, like, he was a complete liar like in I love all his work and stuff mm. like that but like in um, when he was in NWA one of his verses was I mean Ice Cube used to write all his verses anyway so like that's a bit of a lying thing for me yeah um, he, I never smoked because it's known to give him uh, a brother brain damage mm. and then his next album was The Chronic there's a lot there's a lot of that with Dre and that like the whole thing when you see him back in his funk band with the purple coats on and then it's all of a sudden you're, you lot of gangbangers and it's true like, he, so, does, he does kind like, of come like, against whereas Kendrick is quite like Nas and he feels like he's been part of that whole area been a commentator on the area and he still sort of goes why are we doing this let's sort ourselves out to a degree and sort of defends his people as well because like in America hip hop and the black community are constantly on Fox News for something irrelevant like a a shooting by a white guy in a school was oh he had a DMX album in his car like you, you know this is why these things are happening like, you know they, so I think like you know I listened to an Ice Cube interview the other day and he's like you know it's like people are buying it because it's the last real shit we live in a world where there's so much people talking out the side of their mouth fake shit that you know that hip hop when it's really good it's the last kind of raw truth Mm-hmm. Like so, I think for this generation, that's who who they got in it, you know, and that's why people will hold him so much higher than Drake or um, J Cole. Oh, or, that you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and the fact that he's fully black for one, I think that yeah, is a key kind of point. Yeah, definitely. Like, cause even with J Cole's music, the guy has to say the N word like every other verse, and I feel like he wouldn't need to do that if he weren't mixed race. I feel that's like coming from a white, uh, his mother's white, and he didn't know his dad. So it's you know like you know sort of yeah I mean he he, legitimizing your place within the community almost like he has to enforce that point to kind of like make I'm one of you yeah don't forget that like you know but I think America whereas America tell that to him anyway though that's yeah of course like I think in in this country like it's it's quite interesting with Akala Akala used to use the M word back when in his earlier sort of raps yeah he doesn't so much because I think in this country we have more of a established mixed race community yeah. whereas in America like you're either white or black yeah, like, yeah. Obama is a black president yeah even how Obama's not black he's mixed is, race like, his mum's white you know well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I remember commenting on Common who to me is clearly a mixed race guy but because of or oh, his great great granddad could have uh, great grandmother could have been raped by a slave owner, mm-hmm. like, and he's a throwback like mm-hmm. in complexion. You can't ever really say it. like people get annoyed over there if you go, oh, you mixed race, or, like you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, it's like it's no, very... like, you know, I'm black, and you're like, well, on the technicality, you're not like, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah, I'm yeah. not white, and no one's ever is actually. Yeah, black yeah like, there's no such thing as pure yeah, race. Like, yeah, like, you will have like, something back in your. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, we all um, come from the motherland. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, man. It's just a cool, like, his social commentary is, uh, I mean, that kind of goes into what we were just saying, but, like, his social commentary on what's happening in America is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And just, he seems like a very real artist, doesn't he? Yeah. If it was genuine. Like, like, what he says is what has either happened or happening or... Do you think, 
it's a bit out there. Like in terms of like the style of it, it's quite sort of Well the funky side or Yeah, what? I think sometimes with Kendrick he goes a little bit like I let yeah, I oh, really I fucking enjoyed this album, don't get me wrong, I, like, I pretty much loved almost every track apart from like bar like two, which I wasn't sure on. But like I think some people have come out and said like he just goes too far, like too far away from like what hip hop is and stuff. And, uh, I think that's people that are used to their um I mean, as a rapper, like I get bored of the same pattern rhymes. Yeah. So with most people, especially modern day, like it, it's gone from your Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall kind of like rap to your da 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 da, and that's all I hear over. Yeah, and you barely hearing any words that rhyme. Like yeah, exactly. What do we think about mumble rap? Just as a little side thing now, because like I've had, I've been thinking about this for a while. Like, well, give me an artist like mumble rap. I can't like. Okay, so like designer, yeah. Panda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I fucking love that tune. Yeah, I love it. but the beat was. I can't that. understand a word he's fucking saying. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you love the production, you love the vibe of the yeah. track, but it's, you don't. I think that's to the why rap. so many other like rappers hit that track as well. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they, they didn't know what he was saying, so when they're saying it, they're just making up their own parts. Yeah, I love with the ganja. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, they're just like fuck it. I'll just do more one of this. Like, who knows? There's, a, there's a tune at the moment called uh, by that um, baby drown guy, like you know broccoli. Broccoli. Like, don't understand what he's saying apart from broccoli, right? But it's a banger. Like the beat yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's that the problem. Piano, yeah. Like 808 bass. Fuck knows what he's rapping about apart from. That's a lot of like. I think that's you know like hip hop's a weird thing because some people view it as like a just a genre or just a like oh I, I, just the parts they like from it basically like mm. just my bubble of hip-hop is hip-hop and yeah, it, it's yeah, not yeah. really you know like like if, if we want to put it down to it you go back to the start of it it was like you know all that you know that like some of it was amazing but some of it was piss poor like you know mm. mr t type shit like mm. kids what was it mother there is no <laughs> like this shit like but like people would, would like you know I think it was mainly because <laughs> he's tired out here <laughs> so that funny. video is so good what is it called it's like is it like be good to yourself like what's it called I can't it's remember <laughs> but I, I just remember him pointing yeah. a lot is it as a kid like, just like that was just okay. like, chains and pointing and I also remember a pimped out picture where um, he had Reagan's wife sat on his lap oh <laughs> and it was God. just like how did this come to be like because she was doing stuff for the kids yeah, and he yeah. was also Nancy, doing Nancy stuff Nancy for the kids Reagan. yeah war on drugs That's bitch so funny. <laughs> oh my God. for you Mr E is someone who's like you know, very much a lyrical rapper, someone who like relies on their lyrics to kind of get my message yeah, across. Get your message across. Like, how do you view mumble rap and what is it like for you? Well, for me, it's, it's so big now. You know? Yeah, like the thing is, it's a bit like what I was gonna say to you a minute ago with the whole point about Kendrick. Whereas, like some people go, oh, he's not being true to the art, yeah. But I don't think Kendrick would sound good with on a Vinnie Paz track. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that style, like his funky style is his style of like Nelly wouldn't have been a good 
rapper if you tried to put him on thing, but everyone liked. Everyone can't take a rap with me and then like you know what I mean. It's, it's, if you're doing your own game and you're doing it well, you can't really complain. And he is still being lyrical at the same time. It's still yeah. got content. It ain't like just pop shit. Like yeah, know? I I wouldn't say uh, Kendrick's gone too far, and I would say with the mumble rap, I think it's because a lot of people don't care. Like you know, a lot of people are going there like sort of drugged up white guys in a rave type thing listening to this you know young university student types and that's mm-hmm. where mumble rap and younger like yeah. a lot of them I saw one kid he was like like Pee Wee Herman but if he was black like yeah he had like <laughs> like the most he had the red like ridiculous haircut and his bars were shit and he was called Little Poopy or Little Pippy or something like just just <laughs> dead ass <laughs> little, pip, little, little Poopy <laughs> Little Pippy <laughs> Yeah. And, and like he, he, he must have been about 19 or something and he's got a like hit track on YouTube and all of that and it's like he's the, this like I don't know alright you must have pivoted you poopy you poopy take a dump on him son you poopy you yeah anyway oh. but this is what I mean so it's like it's very that that's a little bit why even when we were talking about this episode I found it hard because within hip hop especially now there's so many fucking scenes yeah like Tech 9 is the richest rapper out there and most people wouldn't know his name so like what yeah. scene is he killing like you know yeah, you could yeah. you could be like the fast scene <laughs> yeah speed maybe S- speedum <laughs> speedum 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 Oh man, well like, I mean I really fucking enjoyed them, I thought it was a, a, a great album, like, um, I thought DNA was a sick Any track. particular DNA. other tracks, yeah, let's stick Yeah, DNA was sick, I thought it was amazing, I thought... I did like Humble, that was like the first one, I did, it kind of hit. I'm not a big fan yeah, of Humble. You know, everybody jumped up and I was like, mm. I'm not a big fan. I liked like, it, I liked it as a track, but I didn't think, like... The video people, was cool. People, yeah, the video. Yeah, the video is sick, the video for DNA is sick as well. Yeah, yeah I like that. But yeah, yeah. like, I, I thought it was a tune, I thought it was a banger, I thought, I like it, how... It's a banger of a tune, but I think some of the people came back with the... Or it's Kendrick's final, Kendrick's murdering competition. Yeah, true. Kendrick's but I mean, it took me a few listens to, to pick out the to get on board and like. But I, I found it with the album, and I found out with his other albums as well. Is that it always takes me quite a few listens before I'm fully on board. I was more on board on this one than I was on Pimp Butterfly. Yeah, yeah. To so Pimp Butterfly took me a really oh, long time to get on board. It wasn't I, as good. To as be honest, I've never better. really like. Well, I think it's a good a, kid gone bad was his first That's one. my favourite. That's the killer. So Ruben gave me that and it was good. one of them ones that I put on a like on a train, I didn't know nothing about it. Heard a few people talking about this Kendrick kid. And yeah, fucking bang or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Um but I think uh Element, that's one of Element. my favourite. That's a really good track. What's that loyalty um, one with Rihanna? That's not bad though. Loyalty's quite yeah, good, it's like, quite I good. Like, I thought it was catchy, it's not like, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a track, bit more like, of a yeah. That's the thing, I think I, I, you, I can sing a lot of this album. Yeah. Like, whereas a lot of good hip hop albums, most people wouldn't even be able to keep up lyrically like, yeah. to rap them. So that's the sort of difference with, I don't know, you yeah. got a lot of sing along with this, which is quite a good vibe, I don't know. Mm. Love, I thought was good. Yeah, Love's good. It was more sort of like a puppy chain. Yeah. And God, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, well. the end banger, yeah. yeah really mm. good. Really, really good. I thought it was a really good album. I can't. I can't there's only a couple of tunes where I was a bit bored. Yeah. 
I just like his vibe as well. I just think he's, he's just a cool artist. Mm. That sounds Kung really Fu like Ken. Kung Fu Kenny. Kung Fu Kenny. <laughs> it's a great it's name. It's a world yeah man, I think it was a good album. I think ugh, Kendrick's doing so well and I think Yeah, bless him, bro. There's not much more there's not many more like rappers that you can compare to him yeah. in terms of his style, really, I don't think. That's like, the thing, because he's not on your Eminem Ice Cube level lyrically. Yeah. Like and he's not he, he but he's still above a Drake R and B rapper to yeah, me. Oh, so, so, so oh yeah. So there's that, is it? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people say to me, oh, how do you rate Kendrick? Ken- is Kendrick your number one? And I'm mm. like, of course not. Like, like no. not, not in a disrespectful way at all, but like, let's put an artist from the West Coast I do rate, um, Crooked Eye or King uh, King Crooked now, he's calling himself. Yeah. Um, just sick, like, you know, just ridiculously sick lyrically. Like, um, like Eminem, like, he outbars Eminem for me a lot of the time, yeah. and his stories are so intricate and, in- and interesting because he didn't get famous when he was young he's lived a lot you know what I mean he's lived a hard yeah. life so like he would rank above him but not to say he could make a better album than Kendrick still yeah. do you know what I mean it's one of yeah, them yeah. Like, an album's a piece of art isn't it? Like, it is like I think it's, it's a hard thing to do to be able to like create an album which is like from track 1 to 14, 15, 16 whatever you're going to do maybe 20 with skits and whatever else yeah. that's going to be like really really good like, yeah. it's really hard to do like I think the fact that my favourite album of all time is probably Illmatic, obviously, from, from Nas. Yeah, you just can't touch a lot of it. Because like, it's like 10 tracks and they're all perfect. Yeah, no it's features, just a solid no album. Features, no features, nothing. Like just goes through. Like, yeah, yeah. Beats are amazing. Um, just lyrically, the incredible album. The feel of it is amazing. The voice, obviously, is amazing. Yeah. It's young, enthusiastic. And he has... The thing is... Because he started with that, and I was like, he's never, ever, ever, ever got back to that like place again. He was a different rapper then, though. When he like his style was more interesting, mm. and the way it it was in between that period of hip hop where people like from a period in the nineties, like a double syllable, triple syllable, etc. started getting way bigger like with your uh, puns and people like that. Yeah. And I think that changed the game for someone like Nas because he was better with small back to whack uh, back words like like Kendrick does. Like yeah. three rhymes in a, in a sentence and then the end rhymes not triple syllable though. Right. Like, that, that's the problem like you know like when pun came along and just you know this fat guy who can barely breathe like like it's just killing, killing the whole game. Yeah, I was just, just trying to do, do my best. Like, you just, just like, you know, it's, it, I shouldn't be taking a piss because the guy's a fucking legend and he's dead. But, um, like, yeah, Nas, Nas would had to evolve. Like, yeah. and what he changed into, I, I don't think people was excited because the old Mike's just untouchable, and that. Like, do you think if he'd stayed as he was in that first kind of like? Album, the style that he had. You think he would have been able to kind of like maintain that for? I honestly really think he probably could have, but I think being Diddy's kind of generation of hip hop was big then. Yeah. Mm. So the whole young black man with money, look at me now, kind of vibe was so different from the I'm sitting in a block in Queensbridge with my yeah. boys like, like it was it, like we made it it wasn't yeah, like look it, we're hurting yeah, mass yeah, I mean? completely bro mm. difference really between just like um 
Because I guess rap in like the early 90s was like very, well not the early 90s, like late 90s really, early 2000s was very aspirational. Like a lot of the guys who it got was, big, like Birdman and like sort of the Dirty South, it was all about like, I've got the biggest chain, so therefore that means that I am the best rapper. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, whereas a lot of earlier, like it was like, we got shit all and look how lyrically amazing we are. Like, you know, yeah. Biggie and like Big L. Um, well, Diddy, I think like, you know, I, changed, I personally, yeah. I, I don't like the guy. And you know, no. if, like yeah. if, if I ever was, you know, happened to be in a bad boy studio, I'm very sorry for this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he like, he, like, he's responsible for all of that, which is a beautiful thing because you had the guy from like FUBU make fucking loads and that guy's yeah. on like their equivalent of Dragon's Den now, Shark Tank. And he's he's about the only one that invests in black businesses on there. They like, as soon as a black family come out, they just, ooh, like, the white people just look around <laughs> just doing, and it's just a bit like, well, I'm out, but Damon's left. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, you say cash money. Who's the guy, Little Romeo's dad? Do you remember him? He had loads of, he, um, he had trainers out. He Master P. Master P, man, yeah, 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 yeah. like, terrible yeah. rapper. He was a good basketball player, weirdly enough, but terrible rapper, but made loads of money because they started getting clever. It wasn't no longer like the whole Motown days of let's just get robbed by Jewish people like, for the yeah. contracts. It was, let's get 50-50 maybe, like, you know, or like, own my own label, own my own masters type deal. Yeah. But yeah. So even though Diddy was crap and you know like probably got Biggie killed, so he could own his masters. Love I think those. also it got, to, <laughs> it got to the point where like there was more means to like show that you're doing well. Yeah. Whereas back then it, you only had your mixtape to really like prove that you were sick lyrically yeah. and you were, mm. you were the one, you were the hot shot. Whereas you know late late nineties early two thousands like you were saying like you suddenly got like fucking shit going on in MTV and music and like you know, even the internet and things like that, like there was more of a way to kind of show like the chains and shit like yeah. that. There was the like, money was there. Yeah, yeah, you could prove you that, had the money yeah. where it was like you were just saying it on, on record. And I think now we're at a kind of split where we have rappers who are quite humble and like, I'm, I'm from these beginnings. It's not all about like riches and, yeah. and like, the yeah. biggest chain and biggest car, like the sexiest bitch or whatever. Like, like Hendrick, mm. and I guess to a certain degree, like, J. Cole, he may put I, The thing is, I like J. Cole. A lot of people like put him yeah. down and stuff, and like, you know, why compare him to Kendrick in the first place? Like, yeah, you know, cool. like, I think because like, they both came out at a similar time. And they're like, both young, and yeah. they're both. The thing is, like, what I would say is, like, you know, let's put anybody. Like, um, Pharaoh Monch, for me, I found out about him the same time Eminem came out. Like, mm. You can't just say, oh, just end your career, Pharaoh Munch, because yeah. Eminem's out. And then, yeah, like, do, do that, like, yo, like, the whole of the rap scene, do you mind you guys just taking a bit of a break? Like, I think everyone should have a good sit down <laughs> yeah. for a year. Listen to this, go listen to this honky, he's rather good. Like, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so it's a bit like that, like, in a sense of Kendrick's killing the game and making killer albums. But J. Cole, like J. Cole puts Jay-Z to shame for me these days. And yeah. like that's- Oh God. Oh yeah, it's up for a little yeah. while. But no, like, no. but Jay-Z is still highly regarded within hip hop. Like, of course, so, I mean- like, but, you could, but why would you bother to rap anymore if you wasn't gonna come out of anything good, if you know what I mean? Like? But I would say the difference between someone like J. Cole and Jay-Z now is Jay-Z is considered a legend because of what he's done yeah. before. And also now he's How a did a guy like that get with Beyonce? Yeah, like, <laughs> like he's a statesman of like hip hop. Yeah. Like I think 
in wrestling terms, to give you like an analogy, like he would be like the Vince McMahon or the Triple H of wrestling. Yeah, He's now yeah. like kind of retired. Does the old bit, the old pedigree now and again. Like, Come in he, and does a woo, Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like he is very much that. Like he will put a verse. If you pay Jay Z enough money, he will put a verse. Yeah, on, like, and because he's signed yeah. these artists, and it, yeah, like, that's a lot of it. He knows if he's on, it's gonna. I mean, his last season album must have been the Black Album, probably. Yeah, that, that was, was a killer. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'd say about a bit later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, change clothes and that was 2004. Change clothes and go. That was the worst track on the album, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It was really like what? And the video, the video was was just him and Pharrell in this room full of women, just sort of going up in elevators and just like, okay, like why don't you just show like it's just clapping and go get out yeah. bitches or yeah, something yeah, yeah, if you're gonna be like that no then problems obviously there's an amazing killer tune. Lucifer and Lucifer son oh, of the mine that was a great <laughs> I used to walk down the street yeah that and, was a killer uh, the shoulder yeah all of them there were some beats there was just some big different so sounds on that album there's the an time, amazing video on YouTube of uh, Timberland showing Jay Z all these beats and he skips past a few and some of them you think you know, you know, it's like gone to a different artist. Like there's oh, a couple amazing. of Ludacris tracks on there. Ah, oh, sick! And you're kind of like, oh shit, I know where that goes. And then when he lands on, and he plays like a snippet and then stops it, and you just see Jay like go, oh, yeah. and then he it's drops it, and you just see Dre is just like, thinking, Dre yeah. fucking Jay is just literally like hypnotized, just going, oh, oh, sick. Like it's it's a sick, it's a sick, sick bit. Yeah, it's amazing. fucking banger. Yeah. That's a fucking good album. It was quality. It, it was his last like, quality. He should have. He should have just like you know quality, walked out of the game. Then like would have been a proud moment. Instead, he came out blueprint free, didn't he? Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. So, what other albums would you say like were big for you when you were growing up? Either like being an MC or a producer, like or just a hip hop fan because we all are. Mm. What were your sort of seminal sort of albums like growing up like what albums made you say damn yeah like damn that's good <laughs> Very damn good. nice nice, nice. use nice. that for the title yeah use that for the title um yeah any that spring straight to mind well we'd like <laughs> I'd say Marshall Mathers LP's got to be a very important one. Like, wow. Yeah. Because, I mean, wow. I got into Eminem. I remember listening to Kiss back. I must have been like 10 or 11 or something. And I heard, uh, Hi, kids. Want to see me put nine-inch nails through my eyelids? And obviously that's from the first album. But um, I went in school the next day like, Hey, have you not heard this guy? Like, he's got a mad high-pitched voice. And he's like, you know, like... Every- and then this, this black girl called Crystal, she used to be like the local music boss, you know, everything. Um, she was like, nah, he's, he's white, you know, he's calling that Eminem, like, yeah, and I was like, what? Like, a, a white rapper that's good, like, and he's like mad, like, he's like Bart Simpson on crack, like, you know, that's yeah, very yeah, interesting. Yeah. And then, obviously, I probably didn't get that album, but I must have got the, uh, the Marshall Mathers album, like, you know, six months later after, because yeah. we probably got it late if it was big in America or something, yeah, anyway. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, that was just a game changer even the sort of the deepness of it um the way i am track uh, the, the dido oh, track man, stan yeah. like like that like not to be horrible to kendrick but like that album you can't really compete with a lot because oh, no. there's different genres on that there's different do you know what i mean it's, it's not just hip hop like like if you say way i am like that could have been done by like any of the pop punk rock like bands yeah. really of that time or like even darker you know like I think 
the thing with it was it's so raw and it went to levels that you'd never really seen before, like a commercial sort of like white rapper or yeah. pop star. The fact yeah. that he was able to go platinum like many, many times over with a track on his album where he raps about very violently killing his girlfriend yeah. and putting her in the trunk. And you've never heard any, especially you've never heard I mean, that's the thing, yeah. He, we were it like, came around the same sort of time as South Park and his whole yeah, like things where we hadn't heard shock, really, or seen like, or like, yeah, it was very like shocking and, and um, it was just, it was fucking awesome and it was a type of shit that you was like, I know I get in trouble with my parents knew I was listening or watching this, 100%. so that's why it was the best and that's why he sold, you know, he yeah. was very like tongue in cheek to a next degree, like, you know. And as he said himself, like he was, he was saying the stuff that like a lot of people were thinking yeah. or would just never really say in public because it was like, ooh, like, the beef, like, yeah. Hush. And it, well, he was just like, fuck it. And when he says lines like he's like you want me to fix up lyrics while the president's getting his dick sucked yeah, and yeah. Like, why it's almost like this kind of double standard thing that he was portraying when he's like why am I getting crucified why? when All this... the leader of our country yeah. for example it was cool man it was just it was that because we were younger as well it was, yeah, like, it was that naughty that, vibe like, was like yeah. oh shit like I'm uh, I, I'd say raw, like, similar thing with like um, how you know how with beef at the time of say previous Eminem yeah you would have had your was Nas and Jay's beef before them? Before him come out um, even? Or was it around the same time? It would have been around the same time. What, still, still Matic came out in 2001 and that had Ether on. What I would say, yeah, and, this, um, and he came out about 99. Yeah, so, so I think it was after. But just as he's budding, let's say. But what I was going to say, say is, um, he done what the black community was doing with each other. Mm. Like rap was rap on rap, black yeah. on black violence. Yeah. It was, whereas he attacked... Uh, Britney Spears, yeah. like anyone in white popular culture. Yeah, very true. Yeah, um, even Aguilera, even House of Limp Pain, Biscuit, who he end. rated. Yeah, do you remember House of Pain? Yeah, um, they done like he was rude to them. Back, he he got. Uh, I mean, they they completely blanked him off when he was. Oh, really that was nice. um, Insane Clown Posse. No, 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 no completely different. Oh, this, yeah? is, this is House of Pain. Yeah, Whitey Ford and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was like, he went up to him and was like, "Oh man, you're like my hero." The thing, Whitey Ford just went, "Ah, fuck off!" Like just like brushed him wow. off in it. Yeah. Then um, he dissed him. Whitey Ford came back and done a tune about Haley. And this was all probably previous before you even sort of was into Eminem's early career. Then he done a song called Quitter and it was, um, you're just a quitter and you're bitter cause I came along. Since the days of House of Pain are gone. If you talk about my little girl in a song again, I'ma kill you. (laughs) And it's fucking, he goes in, he murders House of Pain's whole career. Like, you know, I douse the flames of House of Pain and like just dark rhymes from the first. And, And you're just like, just ended the career. He was in, like, I think that was the attraction for me. He came into the game and sort of took things that we knew weren't good enough for us yeah. and just yeah. threw them to I the much like South Park does. South Park ain't afraid to criticize anyone or anything. You know what I mean? Like, if it's not right for us, why not? <laughs> yeah, throw it in a fucking bin. So, do you think if you could choose an Eminem album, that would be your favorite? Easily one? the best. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What's your favorite track? Would you say both on the album? Yeah, we'll also one. Go on, Drew. On that album, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably say why I am, because just that whole, I sit back with this pack, as it gets yeah, yeah, me. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll say mine. Go Mine's on. a little bit like, it probably won't be many people's. Go on. Um, Under the Influence. Oh, yeah. That was sick. Because yeah. it introduced, like, 
Eminem's verse was fucking it was awesome. In the yeah. track, so was you can suck my dick if you don't like my shit. Cause I was high. I wrote this so suck my dick. Yeah. Yeah, they all came in like they all, apart from Bizarre, as always. Well, he used the like overshock value, didn't he? But like, at that time, like my favorite, my favorite rapper, like, Closest Eminem was Swift, Swift to Bay. I thought he was so good. I thought like, yeah. the, the flow that he had. Yeah, man. man. Me and you were like on Swifty. Like, yeah, I'm was... still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. I'm sick of doing pride till die. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I thought he was sick. I, oh, whoa. Drew just broke his chair. He's been eating well this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Bad colour day. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. But it's yeah, fun. I think. In terms of like introducing the group to like um, to like the mainstream, like that's that that song is so fucking good. Yeah. And I think Proof was sick on that track. I yeah, loved yeah, Proof. Yeah, yeah. Um, Proof. Proof was unbelievable, and like just uh, I, I think they did. They were on like the album before as well, but I think when I kind of first came across Eminem, yeah. like that was he when was, I first yeah. heard D12, and I was like, I need to listen to these guys yeah. like, again. It, it, like, that came out very similar time to um, that Wu-Tang album with um, Gravel Pit on. Yeah. Because I remember so- someone gave me them two albums at the same time, just being like, you need these in your life. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was just like, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. What about for you, Drew? What would be yours? I'd say mine... Um, Real Slim Shady on that? I mean, I, I mean, I know it's a bit overplayed. No, but it's yeah, it is. It's it on is? that one. Uh, Stan, uh, Marshall Mathers, which is an amazing tune. Criminal's also good. Criminal's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'd say Criminal. I'd also, I'd say, probably controversially, uh, Kim. Wow, uh, that's a big statement right just, there. But also, but being a bit Ooh. like... Pro women fans. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, coming from the from the music production perspective, like it's it's quite a rock tune, and yeah. like around about that point, I was far more into my bands and my rock than Damn. I was hip hop. So it's like, like a nice like, entry point. Yeah, and like just to, yeah, the production's quite raw, and like despite the the violent content of it, like just the storytelling in that tune was just like nothing I'd ever heard of. Obviously for the for the violence, but like just the way he played these characters it was all him like you know when he did the kind of like the girl screaming you know Kim screaming mm. and then himself like arguing with her and shit like yeah just what was I thinking for storytelling I, like, I, I was gonna say um, you must all remember the Nas Rewind you remember the bullets go back oh, in the gun? Oh my god! god. Yeah, like, so, so that when I heard that, that I, I mean true. that was probably only a little bit after the Marshall Mavis LP was that on Stillmatic or was it on? It was on Stillmatic, uh, I think. So yeah. Yeah, like, I the thing is, I I didn't get into Nas. Like, I was I like, I was heavily on Jay's whole vibe at the time because you know drug dealing was very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, it, it was more that vibe. But yeah. Talking of the rock thing as well, for me, like proper early on into like getting into hip hop, because I was quite a Limp Biscuit fan as well. Yeah, boy. And that they were almost my introduction to Met, uh, Method Red Man, Red Man, like the kind of Wu Tang lot. What was that, that was, track you did? And with... even like even the Neptunes, like Pharrell and stuff, like when they did like the they were very album. much Rocky, weren't they? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly. But like when they featured on their album and shit, that was like my early entry into that kind of. I was like, oh, who are these black rappers that yeah, dropped on Limp Biscuit? Yeah. I was like, oh fuck, like yeah, bang on it. it was, 
pretty good. Left to count now. Limp- what was that track? It was it Get High or something? The Limp Biscuit one. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I fucked this track. And also, they did a they did a gravel pit remix of Rolling Rolling. Oh Rollin yeah. And they had like DMX. Yeah. Sticky Fingers. Who else in that one? Probably a few more Wu Tangs. Yeah, maybe. Yes, yeah. I think they did yeah. have old DD on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was real. But that was like my, that was my very early. It's so weird to think now that like Lim Biscuit was fucking massive in the hip hop world because yeah. if like something like Lim Biscuit came out now, like they, you know, like, were they trying they to saw, release that? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they did. They did an album on Lil Wayne's. Uh, Oh yeah, on oh, no, uh, um, the Behind Blue Eyes <laughs> <laughs> That was weak, no one knows <laughs> what it's like <laughs> to be hated. No one knew what we had to go for. Different verses. Different verses, to be the sad man. <sighs> what about you then? What was your. Oh, mine? Well, like your early kind of like hip hop well, introduction or. I think the first one was was Marshall Mathers LP. I it think was, that, yeah, was yeah. that was one of the first ones that I listened to, where I was like, "That's well, Will Smith." <laughs> well, to be fair to you, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we uh, joke. We joke. That wasn't you. You just laughed at I my was, response. <laughs> <laughs> I was big on Will Smith. Millennium yeah. was my shit. No, 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 getting cheeky with it. And what was the other, the Men in Black tracks? Because he robbed all like Stevie Wonder's tracks, wasn't it? Because he done yeah. that that forget. I never knew it at the time, but that um keep sending forget me nots. They don't let you remember. Oh, is oh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and then oh, the, wow. the Wild Wild West one was another one. I can't remember what it was, but it was a, a completely like That's other song funny. in it. And it was just like, yeah, we're just gonna put that with that and bam. They don't let you remember Men in Black. So good. it's a bit of a shame that like that that Men in Black tune is now like more remembered as that melody. Yeah, yeah, like when I when some, when you hear like Stevie Wonder's version on the radio, when like, you're just like, it's from Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> Did Stevie Wonder rip off Men in Black? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's definitely not seen it, that's not what <laughs> 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 Sorry, Stevie. Oh, oh fuck it's you so now. good. Like, I, <laughs> Early on, I was I was fucking messing with Will Smith. Well, anyway, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, and the Fresh Prince, I think all of us a little bit of the same thing was when I was really young. I used to watch uh, Cosby's and the Desmonds, and it was like a little bubble into American and English black society yeah. or whatever that you didn't really get a, a lot of other places. And then the Fresh Prince, even just to have Jeffrey as an English <laughs> character, and it was really refreshing because <laughs> it was just like, yeah, you tell him, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I think my first uh, kind of like venture into hip hop, I guess, where I really like kind of like clung on to an album mm. was probably word of mouth, Ludacris. Ludacris. You were a big Ludacris. You got me heavily into Ludacris. Who got you into the Ludo, would you would have said? I used to do drama with this guy called Raymond, who actually now raps. Nice. Um, he's actually a really good rapper. Um, Shout out to Raymond, if you're listening. Shout out, Ray. Um, but like, he borrowed me the album. Like, like he um, lent it to me, and I never gave it back <laughs> because oh, like, I kept. I listened to it so much, and like, I think Ludacris was probably the first, apart from Tupac, who I was a massive fan of, like Changes and like those big hits that Tupac yeah, had. Yeah, you heard. Was, right? was huge for me, like back then. But like, it was the first album 
as like a modern rapper that I was like obsessed with, I thought it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, like, it was, he so, was so good. It was very unique, and he kind of also used that the cartoon esque vibe. Yeah, yeah. Of, like Eminem's kind of period of time with that sort of the big heads and the, the comic yeah. rapping, oh, and, big and, afro. You know, yeah, like talking about like the MTV sort of generation of rap, yeah, where like yeah. music videos were everything, and yeah. Ludacris used to put everything into his mu- like roll out. Oh my god, bro! Like that video is that sick video now. with that yeah. beat and those and those bars were just incredible. Same thing yes. I say with Missy Elliott, like, like yeah. if, if, yeah. If, yeah. If, if, yeah. if a big woman like that, like she was quite big back. Yeah. Yeah, day, she yeah. was. If she, she, ha- if she had been like stationary in the video, like really boring and stuff, like how big he was, yeah. it wouldn't have worked. The fact that yeah. she was quirky, she was dancing around, she was uh, dominating men, like yeah. just spitting in this guy's mouth. Like, and she could yeah. move as well. Like, yeah, oh, she's a brilliant dancer. Like, yeah. Yeah, oh like, my god, like, she's great. And yeah. that, that's that's more what it was. Like it was. <laughs> oh just, my like, god, yeah. she was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous, darling. Fabulous. You keep going. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Missy Elliott was amazing. And she, yeah, uh, she was sick as well. But like, on uh, word of mouth, like Rollout obviously was amazing. Yeah. Coming to America, his flow on that is unbelievable. Oh, that like, third verse as well, a good double time. Yeah, the good, the oh, out, the so the sick. Oh. And Eric goes, I've got clothes. Nate Dogg, like, if you, you get, if you get Nate Dogg on the oh, song, man. you know you're winning yeah. anyway, isn't it? If you've got anime, Nate Dogg on your album, you know that your album is good enough. It's good enough. Yeah, he he don't shit on a real that, yeah. How iconic <laughs> is that voice? Rest in peace. All right, yeah, man. What mate. a sad loss, man. That would have been nice. I, I, that's one thing I was saying. I know Kendrick would have had a track with him right now if he weren't oh, sick yeah. and all that. Yeah, so yeah, that of course, would have been yeah. interesting. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, he would have been on it. Like, Growing Pains as well. Remember that one? One of the kids, like... Um, we were trying so hard, hard to survive. Yeah. <laughs> it was got like a kind of reminiscence. Sort of remember the title, but I can't remember how it goes. Remember the move, bitch, get, get out, out the way. way. Get out the way, way bitch, get, get out, out the oh, way. Oh, so good. You're doing like, whole activity. I could go tendencies. Hoes are your friends, hoes are your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, such a good track. And I think that was a time when like Fast and Furious came out. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean? Like the first one. Too fast. I was quite blessed from um, my hip-hop introduction. Obviously, I had a few cousins and things like that, but more so, um, my dad liked Cypress Hill and um, because he's Irish, he liked... uh, House of Pain. Yeah. So that jump around, you, we used to just go mental in my living room. I remember as a kid, just like, jump around! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, he was heavily into rock. Um, I'm saying with my mum, and they're quite young. So the fact is, they were into like, you know, the Smiths, all of that type of kind of good rock and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm going to avoid this. Like, he likes Sex Pistols, proper punk, things like that. So yeah. I was like, I'm going the opposite way, and I'm going hip hop where you don't know nothing about this, and I can express myself that way, and that's so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got after Eminem, like you know, I, I got in. You, Biggie was probably one of my biggest influences, I'd say. Yeah. Like even though there's a short like category of rhymes, it's just he does what Nas does on his first album all the time. It's like effortless patterns, like slow put together pieces that are just like oh man ready, like beautifully done like, like ready to die for me his first album like I, I didn't listen to that until a bit later on yeah. to me, like a couple of years after like um but i fucking yeah. used to 
bring that to school every fucking day. I'm like, this man, like, burn yeah, on the yeah, yeah. school fucking yeah, CD. Yeah. It's like, and I, I wore that fucking CD out. Well, I remember even that. What's that track with 112? And it's like, I've been missing you lately. It's like, it, even that is like some like sad R&B track. Yeah, and it's just like Biggie's bars on it are just so uplifting and dope. And like, you're just yeah, like, so yeah. good. But like, I think he's the only rapper that can really like, he can access a, 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 a wide range of emotions within like a verse. Yeah, yeah. He's the yeah. only rapper like I think that can really do that. Like, oh, mate, like Juicy is obviously one of my favorite singles of all time. Yeah. Like that for me, that's rap heaven. Like yeah. if, if you want a track that is like complete and fucking flows dope, lyrics are amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's like nostalgia. Perfect. Yeah. The music and it great. represents a piece of time as well. Like it's, it's just like when you do like you. You, do, you wouldn't need a music video to that to no, imagine everything, yeah. everything that's happening there like you know it's just it's, like oh it's so good so yeah ready to die from, all right awesome. Wu-Tang members anyone that sticks out to you lot personally though oh big shout because that's, um, that's like there's a big collective so it's going to be hard to sort of you know though. well uh Ghostface Killer yeah yeah. Um, he's always been uh, Raekwon's always Raekwon, been sick Raekwon like that, that um, only for my Cuban, Cuban links, links yeah, is an amazing, amazing album yeah. and the thing is like obviously it was Raekwon's album but like, Ghostface was on massive album, on it like he was on it a lot yeah, that, yeah. Um, that's an amazing album and I think like if you want to talk about like lyrical exercise uh, like yeah and the beats on that album just <laughs> so raw like yeah. Oh, well, for so the whole Wu-Tang fucking oh, yeah. thing, like their beats and their production and just that kind of smoky kind of like vibes, man. Well, yeah. they, cool, and they started, like, they started that whole, like, I would have never been able to do an Unbeatables track if it weren't for Wu-Tang. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah, they yeah. started the whole comparison between like other arts into hip hop like you know like talking about I'm di- I got the Iron Fist and Iron Sister like yeah. you know you're like what like you know do you, do you actually do Iron Kung Fu oh no no <laughs> like, like it was just pulling things out like from popular culture that like we like as categories like you know I, I was an old school Kung Fu fan so when they're pulling out these old samples of you killed my master you must pay like you know yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> and it's like some like old like Chinese sounding beat you know like for I mean their first one um in uh, 36 chambers yeah, whatever yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that first like bit jizzer does it's just madness like it's weird because some of them as well aren't, aren't the greatest. Like, no, no, no one really likes you, God. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, some of them don't. Spectre Deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> no, the thing is, Deck's like he's, I mean, he's got flow. Like Spectre Deck's great lyrically, but yeah, he's doing work with um, who's that guy? He hangs around with Apathy and Thing. Uh, oh, um, they they call themselves Caesar Face together. Not uh, oh, esoteric. No, esoteric. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're doing work together. Like it's mainly comic book based, and it's kind of that sort of. But you know, they're doing alright. Mm. They got deals going with Marvel, like so they get um their LPs like on vinyl when it comes with a massive comic made by vinyl, oh, uh, nice. made by Marvel or whatever. Is anyone interested to hear that Wu Tang album that was just sold to that guy? From the yeah, what was with that? Do you reckon they just what did was it? It was like one off album, they made one copy of it, and it was like gold. Sold it for like a. Was it, like a, like was it a guy who changed. ripped off all the money for chemo or whatever? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, like he, he patented this cancer treatment 
and sold it for like 20 times the actual worth, worth of it, like, like yeah. what it originally came out of, like made a shitload of money. And so people he's like, just hate him. He's like the devil incarnate, and he bought this Wu Tang album just because no one else could. Like, so uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I wonder if the, has it come out? I don't know. Like, because there was like rumors of it like being leaked and stuff. Yeah, you think one of the members would have just? Leaked I was about to say, like, you think it's yeah. a bit of like as soon as they sold it, it, it must be a contract. Been, like, yeah, must yeah. be. Must be something. I wonder if he's tried to scan it in. <laughs> golden <laughs> record. <laughs> <laughs> Can I copy a golden record? So what was yours, Drew? Because we, we, we both said ours. We, uh, what, like earliest? Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, what was your kind of like, your, which wasn't one of those ones? Well, funny enough, my one of my very early ones was uh, Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when he was on Keenan and Kel? Oh, here it goes. <laughs> do, do, do. Wait, my, when, when my friend first like played me, I was obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, just really? obsessed, I was obsessed with the beat. Like, obviously, like, the rap, but the not beat, for what the I would listen to amazing. rap. amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Not for what I would listen to rap for anymore, but, like, just... It just it sounded like something I'd never heard before, so I was a bit like, oh, what is this tune? Um, so that, and then... I don't know really because for me I always kind of like well you know I literally you know, being a drummer and a producer I like I like decent beats and stuff yeah so I think a quite an influential one for me on that front was uh, Jay Z's Blueprint Two which I know we kind of touched on no, earlier that was but massive, yeah. no we didn't really touch on that one we were like, talking about the third one oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like you know like Guns and Roses um, yeah with um, who was uh, Kravitz Lenny Kravitz Lenny Kravitz yeah. yeah like when I heard that beat it is a heavy D production you bastards <laughs> <laughs> but like that whole thing like obviously I'd heard this I knew about sampling and like I kind of like I'd heard that in other tracks but like for some reason I, that, I don't know what it was about that album because it's you know Beastie Boys obviously like sampled a shit ton but like yeah. there was something about that album and that production that really kind of broadened my spectrum of like mm. using shit and like when he was like using that little graphics tune and shit um, so yeah that was probably like one of, one of my kind of influential big gateways yeah yeah, yeah. that and a shit ton of Timberland which you loved Timberland back in the yeah day. man you loved Timberland and I kind of in a way it cringes me to say it now but fuck it I mean it's what I was into no, it, no it, Timberland it, was yeah. a sick producer he changed it, the game it, it, yeah yeah I mean yeah. unfortunately Bubba <coughs> Sparks, uh, mate. Bubba yeah, Sparks, Sparks, back Sparks Missy. Before fucking, he kind of sold uh, out, um, Muda. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he he had a period when it was all great artists, and then he just went, you know what? I'm gonna do the whole Mark Ronson thing when I exactly. work with Nelly Furtado, uh, Madonna, JT. Yeah, fucking yeah, Timber. And, and you know the what? Thing it, it was is, the yeah. same fucking beat. He just ch- he just changed it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he had the same yeah. sounds, the same synths, the same. Yeah, but it's what was popping, and that's what got him big. So the fact is, if I could charge, if you could charge Madonna, yeah, fucking yeah. 50, 60 grand a beat, yeah, for like a shit beat Sweet as well, yeah. Beat, but yeah, boy, probably was. Nice and man. you would give her your worst one, and you go, yeah, ah, yeah. stupid old hag. <laughs> 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 She's gonna but try and release that shit. <laughs> there's something about that guy's production, like, like I like to think I can make a beat bounce. Yeah. yeah. But that guy is just capable of just making your head nod sideways, oh, up yeah. and down at the same time. Like, did you like Timberland and Magoo? I love. Them. Yeah, man. And actually, Mr. E got me into that a lot. Like, big. Yeah. Yeah. 
Even they done a, even they done a, said I'm leaving, all the jet plane or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're just like, you're sitting there like, this track shouldn't be good, yeah? There should be no way that this track is good. But it's banging, and you're just like, yeah, alright. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) alright. It's just like, it's one of them ones when your mum used to hear it and just be like, pissing her pants. You didn't really listen to this for like, no, no, it's good, it's good, I'm sure. No, it's a good song, you know. <laughs> leave Amazing. it, leave it. I remember um, Ollie's mum pulling him up on that whole um, method man goes, I told her to a putty cat on one of, on one of his things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she was just like, what the hell? What's he talking like Sylvester? <laughs> just like, uh, you know, Oli was trying to defend it, obviously, but it was like, a, how how oh, do we shit. defend that, really? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop. So, like, any any others that, like, back then were, like, big for you, like, to kind of, like, shape how you view hip hop now and sort of, like. What, individual songs or. Well, albums were just artists of like a period of that time in the early kind of two thousands, which really kind of like shaped like. What well, I'd say do. the death of Pac and Big really like was like not it. It wasn't like a big event in our lives because we were obviously too, too young, young. Yeah. yeah, and we weren't so on the US hip hop scene. Yeah. Like, like we had this, to read this a bit was films. Yeah, and this was like local <laughs> news out there. Yeah. Like this was yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like you would see it. We would see it on our news. Media there, wasn't but, like that. Back yeah, then, right? exactly. Yeah. So. Um, I think after they got killed, like anyone who got into hip hop at that point, it was like they were like a a, mo- a a benchmark. Like you know, you had to get into your pack and you had to listen to Biggie if, if you want to get into hip hop. Not necessarily, mm. but I felt like I did. As I like, you know, you get through your Eminem's, you get through your Jay Z's, and you're like, oh, Jay Z was best friends with Big, and he seems like he learned a hell of a lot of him. Let me mm. try and listen to Big. Oh, Big's ten times better than Jay Z. Like, so you yeah. kind of go back, and it's the same thing with. I learned to rap through listening to Kanye West's first album, innit? Like, really? Yeah, that's like, interesting. Like, yeah, mm. and I realised that because when you're listening to someone do something basic, you can pick it up. Whereas by the time they get to someone like Biggie's thing, they're throwing in three rhyme structures in each in each line, and then there's a double syllable line. So someone that's just starting can't get into it like that. Whereas yeah. Kanye was just very simple lyrics, very talking about. You know, like what that first, album, oh, that album, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, love as well for production. Everything, yeah, every album. track on it was so different and so sort of sick, wasn't it? Like yeah, you man. know, that first four tracks had the Jamie Fox one, oh, um, had the uh, oh my drug dealers just to get by, you know, it's sick. Like and he, and the sad thing about it was, I remember even that All Falls Down track. Like, he was talking oh, about women crazy. like Kim Kardashian. And like he was talking about Kim, like Kim Kardashian, basically like, oh, these women that abuse themselves just for your Gucci bag, and you sell out yourself, and you do wow. this, and and then he went wow, on to marry wow, that woman, wow. like, which is weird. It's a it's a real shame, like what's happening with Kanye, because I think he like as a rapper, I was never I liked him as a rapper, but I was never a fan of his like persona, the way no. like his voice and also the way he carried himself. I wasn't a massive fan of. He kind of like. He felt to me a little bit like a bit of a fraud, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just me, like he wasn't like the typical at that time the kind of rapper with that kind of yeah. honest sort of like um, swagger. I thought he was an amazing producer, incredible yeah. producer. Oh man, yeah, his, his production. But is I sick. just I feel a bit sad for like where his 
where his persona's gone. Because now I can't take him. Yeah. His persona's like, seriously. ruined his musical credibility. Well, I, was, yeah. I, remember, I remember hating him for a long time and I saw a post he put out on Twitter or something and it was like, listen everyone, the last couple of albums I made have been terrible, but my mum died and I've been on a lot of drugs. <laughs> like, and it was just like... Oh wow, really? And I was like, that's probably the most honest thing like, <laughs> you've ever like, said. Yeah, and just like, and just like, post, like, I saw it on a repost of you know, right, like right. probably one of the ones where people delete it after. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, but um, and I was just like, you know what? That that makes up for any like dickheadery that you're a part of these days. Like I can't like you know. <laughs> it's a shame, but like I think his career could have gone. I mean, it's, he's still massive, so he can't complain. Like, he can't complain. Yeah, but that's what, like, what's he massive, more massive? Well, it's for, like where like, Ro- um, Rockefeller went. Like Jay Z just dashed Dame. Uh, Dame, Dame dash. dashed. <laughs> yeah, he dashed Dame to the curb, <laughs> <laughs> and um, like took Kanye from him, and yeah. Dame found Kanye. Like yeah. Dame picked Kanye out. Dame signed Kanye and made him into this thing, and he he was the producer for like Cameron and yeah. all them other yeah, artists yeah. and. Like Dipset was quite a big movement. I mean, I know that it was mainly flashy and drugs, but Cameron could rap at certain points. Like, you know. Dipset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could rap. I wasn't massively into them. But. See, yeah, it was that different sort of scene though, when it was very like flashy. I'm a drug dealer rapper, yeah. like you know, like. Um, so, are there any others that like we can kind of? Well, Drake. Oh shit! Yeah. It's a massive one. I mean, two thousand one. Are we talking about? Well, Dre is an entity, like, not, you, you know, wouldn't have had NWA because of the production side. Of course. You wouldn't have had Ice Cube or Snoop or Eminem. So or Eminem. Like, yeah, like, it's, it's yeah. very important. Even if you even if you disregarded his albums, he's probably, like, yeah. quite important to us because of the artists he brought through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, my favourite album of him, just because it came out when I was just getting into it, was 2001. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. even the skits on there. Look like Issy Green. <laughs> Bitch, don't call me. So And if you knew what Issy Green looked like, like <laughs> it just jokes. Like, I-, I love that album so much. I think, Mate. like, um, forgot about Dre, obviously, Eminem is fucking amazing. Still yeah. Dre. The beats on that are so good. The next production. Next like, oh, like, uh, Again, he's another massively. As he is for a shit ton of producers, like just one of my inspirations for making beats. Again, just his structure and how he builds it, and like it's it, what he uses instrumental wise as well. Is, it, quite simple like so simple bit of, bit of brass bit of strings and then a fucking beat but yeah. he makes it's got it got that funk though and it's got that sort of like, just easy chilled yeah I mean in terms of like a sound like that whole click of like Dre's Snoop Dogg Nate Dogg G-Funk Warren G yeah. like they had that on lock yeah but there was no way that they could make a sort of like and that's why you wouldn't like, that's why I don't feel like you can't say Kendrick ain't hip hop yeah like cause G-Funk is a branch of hip hop if you want like, do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like a bit like, how can he not go into his roots if he grew up listening to that? But Dre on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's amazing. Amazing. Right. So, so Warren G's Dre's half brother, isn't he? That's how he, like, he got started. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they grew up in the same house. They've either got one parent similar or something. That's how. Like, and then uh, Warren knew Snoop and Nate, and they were part of a crew, like the two or three boys, and, and that's how Warren G bought Snoop in and goes, "This guy Snoopy can really rap Dre," and that's how Snoop and then got that's how that. Like, yeah. I mean, Dre's a very like 
clever. Yeah. Where well, he went to you oh. know, that's that's He's more what I was kind of always annoyed about. It wasn't the fact that he lied. Da, 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 da. Um, but you went to university, you're very fucking clever, let's not lie about this. So don't just promote the bad elements to young mm. black kids. Like, yo, you should sell dope and like chronic. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's very that sort of like, I was a bit, you know. It's quite interesting with um, Straight Outta Compton, just talking about Dre, because like, I love that film. Like, yeah, I'm talking about film. the film, sorry, yeah, yeah, the yeah, album. Yeah. Um, the film was great, I thought it was really well done, but like, it's quite funny, the stuff they like chose to like leave out for yeah. Dre. Like um, just yeah. There was one thing I wanted to see more of was was the Dre's kind of yeah. I mean, like he beat the fuck out of his wife for years, and like they just chose to kind of like leave that out because he's alive, though, isn't it? Like yeah, I guess so. But like no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the right thing, but I'm saying say if Easy had a like recovered from a different disease, yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have had him looking so like crackedish near the end of of the film. Mm. Like it's, it's a lot of that sort of. Like you, Dre will sue them or stop the picture entirely if you don't like what it is. Like, of course, you know yeah. I mean? So they, 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 yeah, were, they exactly. were working around. Dre of course, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. But it's just quite interesting things. You only you got a certain picture of what Dre was, and also how they kind of left out the whole he was in the world class wrecking crew. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean? but that's that's what I'm saying with that kind of different. It was a di- different era of it. <laughs> Everyone forgets this, and I just find it incredible that yeah. like. You know the, the Dave Chappelle sketch with Charlie Prince? Murphy? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. And like, yeah, where he, like, he meets Prince yeah, and like, yeah. Charlie Murphy and that. That is literally the way like Prince rolls up. That is what world class we can wear. That is what they were wearing. J girls and like really like open like um, collars yeah. and sleeves. Open cuffs and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, like, purple. You, could, you like, don't see any of that shit. It's really it. underground. Like, yeah. No one knows about it. Like, no one even like utters it, or you don't see like a little picture in the background. It's really like, weird. Like, yeah. But you could say the same about what Charlie Murphy was saying. It's just like everyone at that time was dressing like that. That's how you got pussy. Like. And I was just like, okay, I understand. Yeah, we had the Jericho <laughs> dripping at the back. <laughs> Actually, talking about Charlie Murphy, we we we, oh, we've we never mentioned it. We should probably oh, just say, like, man. rest in peace. And like, I didn't even know the guy had cancer, but like, no, I didn't. well, yeah, like, because he's been in Black Jesus for the last couple of seasons and he's been great in it. But I thought, like, he's, he's clearly lost, like, loads of weight. And yeah. I thought he had possibly a drug problem or, yeah. or like, AIDS and I like yeah, didn't want to come know, forward yeah, or something. Sad like. loss, man. But yeah, definitely a massive I mean, loss. Not only the, like Dave Chappelle, but like he was funny in his own right and an amazing. Like he had a, quite a good stand-up career and also like his voice work on the Boondocks and like things yeah. like that. Like he's just so his voice is amazing. Like I think he actually has a better voice. He had a better voice than Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie really? Yeah, yeah, even yeah, when yeah. Eddie does his voice, yeah, like Eddie, the fuck Ed, y'all looking at. Well, <laughs> Eddie was on a program and they said something about like how did you get started and they were saying well there was a talent show down the road and um, he goes my brother was like hey you could go down there and win that shit no problem (laughs) (laughs) really deep and brilliant and it was like yeah it was Charlie perfectly like just like yeah it is a real loss and I think the fact that Dave Chappelle's back now and like back with a bang um, Hi David. <laughs> <laughs> Hi David. Oh my god, mate! If anyone hasn't seen David Chappelle on Netflix, fucking give it. A Get on Netflix now. But like, I think it's really sad that like we've lost someone also yeah. so so young because like he yeah. was a massive part of me growing up with hip hop and comedy. So like, yeah. rest yeah. in peace, Charlie Murphy, man. Like, um, yeah, a bit a big loss. And I think this episode ending on that has gone on. Long enough. And I think we've only really touched the surface with like seminal albums for us. So we're looking at our first two parter. Yeah, I think so. So we'll be coming back with 
a normal uh, monthly roundup soon because I think a lot's happened in this country anyway in the last month. Indeed. So we'll come up with that in a couple of weeks and then we'll come back again with a part two. Part two. The US special. The US special on the hip hop. So um, have, a, have a great w- couple of weeks, ladies and gentlemen, kids of all ages. And make sure you hit that subscribe button. And please subscribe on both iTunes and Acast and leave a comment. Thank you very much. Uh, say goodbye, Drew Wakeley. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Mr. E. Goodbye. Guten Tag. <laughs> See you later. 